Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Paul Chargian joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Charge, how you doing? Let's hope it's feet. Uh, feet are the only thing you can't see when you look down. <laughs> oh, my you God, my tummy's leaking. <laughs> <laughs> So, are the Packers going to be starting the most comically named three wide receivers in the history of the league? Marquez Valdez, Scantling, Equinemius St. Brown, and Jamon Moore? Is that possible that, that those three names are starting receivers on Sunday? Um, yes. <laughs> I, look, I think Jimmy Graham was more of a maintenance day. He'll be there. Uh, I don't know about Randall Cobb. It seems like Devontae Adams is going to be there. Uh, but, yeah, beyond that, uh, it's 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 a coin flip right now. We don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, Cobb looks super sketchy right now. We don't know about Adams. Allison's still in the concussion protocol. It's just, you're the guy who kept bringing up Equinemius St. Brown in the preseason. You think he? I, and, but he's not. I mean, I think Marquez Valdez Scantling is the starter. If, if there's one of those guys that's going to get elevated, it's him, right? But you like St. Brown. I, I like him. I like the fact. Look, he reminds me a lot of a kind of a rich man's Donald Driver. He's a guy that can go over the middle. He can take a hit. He's longer. He's got bigger arms. He's caught everything in preseason and in training camp. And he's kind of that. He's not a burner, but he's kind of that possession guy. And if you need somebody in the back corner of the end zone, if you need somebody crossing over the middle to get you 8, 10 yards, that could be your guy. I really liked him, and I think he's going to develop. Is it J-Mon or is it J-Mon? J-Mon. 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 Or is it all- Jamon, I need to say it like, I'm, like I'm in Jamaica. That's exactly like right. Jamon. Okay. All right. There you go. Okay. I got to figure out these guys are. All right. Thanks. We're loaded. We're Let's positively see. loaded. I, hey, by the way, I heard it. Paul Molitor is staying at your house now, right? Yeah, he needs a place. He needs a place <laughs> to stay. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's sad because, you know, here, he grew up locally here. And he right. played with twins for a little while. And, um, you know, he's just he's a legend here and there. And, um Sad to see it end this way. Remember, he was the AL Manager of the Year one year ago, and they, you know, they cut the cord. They have all new. They have a whole new front office here for the Twins, and they just he just couldn't develop anybody. They had, you know, if you roll back the clock like three and four years ago, the Twins had arguably the most promising set of prospects coming through the major leagues, and none of them developed, and many regressed. So that was it. It's over. Ah. Uh... It's a shame, too. How many times have we seen Hall of Famers that you would think would turn out to be terrific managers, and uh, then it just uh, it doesn't happen, and that's the way you remember the end no. of their career, so to speak. So, yeah, I, I get know. it. I know. But and how many great managers were you know never materialized at right. yet the right. major league level? I mean, it's just it's two totally really different skill sets. You want to believe that it would cross over, but a lot of times it just doesn't. Uh, let's get to it. Joe listening to us in Bayview. Joe, welcome to the program. What's happening, man? Hey, how you doing? Um, I got a PPR question. Uh, Aaron Jones or Mark Ingram? All right. Work with me on this one. I think Aaron Jones is going to break out. I think this is going to be the game that we're going to look back and go, well, that was 
you know, this was when he put himself on the map and separated from the, the rest of the crowd. A great opportunity against a terrible run defense. And when you've got Aaron Rodgers out banging the drum for you, I think that's an awfully good sign when he's doing that publicly. And you can, you know, do you want seven yards a touch with Aaron Jones or do you want three yards a touch with uh, with Jamal Williams? I mean, I, to me, you know, this team's got to, has, and especially if we don't have any starting wide receivers going, they got to get the ball in, the, in the, the, their best playmaker's hand. All that said, Mark Ingram, I'd still start Mark Ingram over Aaron uh, Aaron Jones because he's Mark Ingram and he's you know he's great off last year and it's a high powered offense. But still, I think I think Jones is sitting on the breakout game. Do you agree? Do you see it this way? Uh I, I I would agree. I would agree with you at this point. I I'm still a little hesitant because I got to see it on a consistent basis. But I would completely agree. Uh let's do this. Let's go to a Sean listening to us in Racine. Sean, you got a question for Paul Charchi? What's happening? I got a flex question, standard scoring. I have either Ridley, Jeffrey, or Galladay. And would you keep starting um, OBJ? Well, yeah, he's, he's still Odell Beckham, and this is still a, a good matchup for him. He's my number 14 wide receiver this week as he goes up against Carolina. And he's the only uh, receiver with at least 20 catches and 300 yards, but no touchdowns. And so, I mean, he's still being productive. He just hasn't found the end zone yet. So I wouldn't worry about him too much. But Calvin Ridley is powering his way to rookie of the year. He looks awesome. And over the last three games, he scored six touchdowns. Six. I mean, it's it's amazing. And it's no fluke. He's getting crazy separation with his route running and his speed. He is great. He's my number 11 wide receiver this week. Let's get back to it. Let's go to Billy listening to us in Brookfield. Billy, what's going on, man? Good afternoon. What's uh, happening? One, wondering, uh, Ben Roethlisberger or Alex Smith? Uh, ben Roethlisberger is my number two quarterback this week as he goes up against the Falcons defense decimated by injury. No starting safeties for the Falcons. Their starting safeties are something called DeMonte Kazi and Isaiah Oliver. And they're getting roasted. Over the past three games, opposing quarterbacks are averaging 356 yards and three touchdowns against the Falcons. Roethlisberger's at home where he has the vast majority of his big games. Ben's our guy. There you have it. Let's go to Ken listening to us in Racine. Ken, you got a question for Paul Charchi and what's happening? Yeah, I got issues. I've got Kenyon Drake and Frank Gore. I don't even know which. I got to start one of them this week. Ugh. Which one should I go with, or should I just dump them and find someone else? Uh, I mean, you know, you might be better off off the waiver wire. I mean, the frustrating part is that Gore's getting as much more work than Drake, and Drake's been dreadful for a couple of straight games. If receptions help you, let's go to Drake, and hopefully you get you, get, you can find something to find some yardage that way. But it's the Miami running back situation is brutally bad right now, unfortunately. And you know, Drake's, the, I guess, the best of it. Um, he's his, his, his rushing attempts have dropped in every single week. His last two games, he's got 26 total yards. It's come to this. He's my number 33 running back. Oh, let's get back one more before we get to a break, but hang in there. We'll get to everybody. Dan and Oconomowoc. Dan, how you doing? Good. How are you guys? Doing well. What's right. up? Hey, I gotta, actually I got a trade question. Would you trade um, for Delvin Cook and trade away Alice Collins? Four, I would ra- right now I'd rather have Alex Collins uh, not practicing today. I'll mention that. So he's not healthy. But no team running the ball less than the Vikings. A terrible run-blocking offensive line that can't get anything done. 
uh, and open up anything for Dalvin Cook. I'd rather have Alex. Uh, I'd rather have Alex Collins right now, which is a bit sad. But Dalvin Cook's great. He's a great running back with no opportunity in that offense, unfortunately. That offensive line hasn't necessarily been blowing up in holes for him either. I thought he would look pretty good early on in that first game, but uh, and he was getting a lot of little yardage out of what was nothing, but he's never going to get yeah, you big runs because exactly. he doesn't have big holes to run through. No, he's got nothing to run through, and he can only evade, you know, he, he'll make the first three guys miss, which is you know, amazing, and then he goes down. Get this, Vikings offensive line has surrendered 81 pressures through four games. The average offensive line gives up double that over a season. So the Vikings are on pace to give up 324 total pressures this year, which would be the most in the last decade of tracking by pro football focus by 70. It's it's that bad. No quarterback is, is even within 20 total pressures of what Kirk Cousins has experienced this year. Got a couple here via email. This is from Ken who says, Big Ben or Phillip Rivers? Already talked about Big Ben, my number two quarterback, so he's he's going to be my choice. We'll spend a second on Rivers, so I like a lot. He's my number four quarterback. He's getting a clean pocket for like the first time in his career. He's getting sacked only once per game, and we love that part. Raiders giving up 260 passing yards and almost two touchdowns per game. Love that part as well. Great matchup with Keenan Allen. Like him a lot, but Roethlisberger can't be top this one. Uh, the next one is Odell Beckham Jr. or Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs is uh, is sitting on a potentially huge game, and I, I see a ton of points coming in this Eagles-Vikings-NFC Championship matchup between two defenses that are just a lot, lot worse than they were at this time last year. Uh, Kirk Cousins is not afraid to go deep, and Diggs has got the 12th most air yards. And meanwhile, the Eagles are struggling without any safety help in Rodney McLeod and the cornerback that's going to be on Diggs. Uh, Jalen Mills is one of the slowest cornerbacks in the league. So it's, it looks like a great matchup for Diggs, my number eight wide receiver this week. Uh, one more off of the Twitter feed, and that is uh, Josh Gordon or Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, so I got a choice of uh, two injured guys who both have hamstring injuries. I, I, I'll, I'll, take the one with a, I'll take the one with a dramatically better quarterback. So we'll go with Josh Gordon and hope that he sees a lot more playing time than he did last week. Uh, Keenan Cole, Tyler Lockett, or uh, Kate Cote? Kate Cote. Yeah, here's... Here's the bit on this guy. He's this rookie who made his NFL debut last week and set the all-time record for receptions in an NFL debut. I think it was 10 receptions on 15 targets. It's Kiki Cutie. Cutie. Cutie, yes. And he's like five foot eight. Bill, he's just adorable. He's just a little guy. He's, he's adorable. You put him in your I've, I've never heard an NFL player called adorable. I know. It's, 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 it's a he's a gremlin. Story. He is. He's just a he's just a little gremlin, and you know. And when I say I want to put him in my pocket, I mean like my coat pocket, the breast pocket, right up front. And he's uh, they run him. Uh, they do they do the jet sweep with him. They run him out of the backfield. They throw to him. And if Will Fuller's going to keep getting hurt, he's he's he could be he could be very good in this offense. So if Will Fuller's out, we're gonna we're gonna go with him. And if he's not, we'll pivot to Tyler Lockett in this game. Uh, let's get back to it. Let's go to a TJ in Greenfield. TJ, what do you got? I got a non-PPR trade question. I got Mahomes and Goff. And I'm thinking about trading Ooh. Mahomes, uh, Jarvis Landry for Elliott and Russell Wilson. I'm thinking about yeah. proposing yeah. that. And if I yeah. have to throw another player in, Deion Lewis or something, that's fine too. Yeah, but. feel free. Yeah, if you got, even if you got, you're you're getting the better end of that deal by a lot, and you're selling high in Mahomes. Speaking of Mahomes, Bill, he's got the Jaguars. 
coming up. Yep. So this is, you know, the best pass defense last year, the number one pass defense in passing yards allowed this year, the number one passing defense in touchdowns allowed this year. But here's your angle, and get this, for the Jaguars' defense. Over the past two seasons, they've only faced four elite-level passers. Russell Wilson, Phillip Rivers, Tom Brady twice, and Ben Roethlisberger twice. Elite-level guys. Now, Patrick Mahomes, for a career, obviously, is nowhere near those guys. But just for where he is playing today in any given game, he's at that, he's functioning at their level. And in those games, the Jaguars have given up an average of 301 yards and two-and-a-half touchdowns per game. So I still think there's a scenario here where Mahomes goes up against that number one pass defense and performs well. Uh, let's get one more in real quick. Let's go to who's been on hold the longest here. Nate is in Viroqua. Nate, hey, or Viroqua. Nate, how you doing? Hey, guys, doing pretty good. Hey, I got uh, – you kind of might have answered that right there, but I got Mahomes or Drew Brees and go Brewers. Go, and Brewers. go Brewers. Sure, let's go Brewers. Uh, let's um, – I, I do – I have Mahomes at number 11, so you know, I, still, I like him, but I don't love him. And then there's Drew Brees against the Redskins. Well, my number eight quarterback this week – Washington's been a pretty good pass defense, but they've also faced some pretty bad quarterbacking. Sam Bradford's been benched. Andrew Luck was rusty when they faced him. You saw, you know, they saw the gimpy Aaron Rodgers. So I think I think this is a good opportunity for Drew Brees here, and he's my number eight quarterback. There you have it. Good stuff as always. Charge any sleepers out there this week, real quick. Yeah, let me give you a couple. Uh, well, Aaron Jones is my favorite of the week, but. Uh, D.D. Westbrook is a uh, is the slot receiver for the Jaguars, and anytime Fournette is out, they they turn into a passing team. And Fournette's not going to go in this game, and it's a great opportunity against a terrible Kansas City defense. And hey, I should mention uh, two things: one, all my player rankings and information is available on Fanball for free. And then, speaking of Fanball and free, we have a thirty thousand dollar contest, and I'm doing a BOGO, a buy one get one. You buy an entry into this contest, I will I will give you a free one out of my own pocket. You go to fanball.com slash radio to enter the thirty thousand dollar contest. To buy one, I'll give you one. Good stuff. As, as a matter of fact, we had somebody that listens to the program that tweeted out the other day. I don't know if you saw this, that they actually did one of your, your the free contest. They actually won some cash. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope they won some a lot of people won some cash. Yep. That would be great. Yeah, but, he was uh, all excited. Right around. We got a lot of winners. There you Fanball.com go. slash radio. Thanks, Bill. Perfect. Good stuff, buddy, as always. Why? Why? If you Why? have T Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit Cox com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.